Akutavach, this is Gemaring Subis Daf, pay all the learning for this month, the month of El, as we wind down the final few hours and days of this incredible month of Anila Daiti, Vidaiti Li, has been sponsored as an incredible Schosilinus Elias Neshama, Lester Azel Basra Mayor. I'm sure looking down after all the hundreds of hours, thousands of hours of Torah that has been learned this past month, should bring Esther Azel Basra Mayor to a high, higher place in Canadian Shalmailo. And we're holding on the Mishnah on the bottom of Ayintes Amid Bees. Says the Mishnah. Continuing the theme of the obligations that a husband has towards his wife, or better yet, the usages that a husband has in his wife's properties, as we learned yesterday, when a woman inherits something, she always has to ensure that there is a pay rise for the husband to eat. So what happens, the husband has these pay rights, the husband is tending to the field, he spends money. Says the Mishnah, whether the husband expends a lot of money uptaking, uh, upkeeping the field, or whether he ate a little or a lot, or spent a little or a lot, says the Mishnah, that which he spent, he spent, that which he consumed, he consumed. But let's say he put in cash, he redid the field, but he never was able to eat any of the pay rice. Then he is able to swear how much he spent, and take money back for all his expenses. One small Rashi over here keys us in to a very important detail. The last Rashi in the Amid Rashi says, Im Girsha. Of course, if there's no divorce, then there's no question. He continues eating the produce of the field. And his wife gets the carrot. But now the question is, he put a lot of money into this field. And one day, divorce happens. So now he wants to go back to his ex-wife and say, Listen, you get back to Karen. You get back to field itself. But I want to be reimbursed for all the money that I spent. So says the Mishnah, if he spent, if he got nothing from the field... Then he can demand reimbursement. But if not, then he does not. Says the Mishra. Excuse me. Says the Gemara. Vakama Kimo. What does it mean he ate a little bit? Even one mere little Gregorus. One small fig. As soon as he ate something, he got some benefit from this field. He had payrays in some form of the world. Then he does not, he is not able to demand payment. But the Gemara adds on another important detail. It doesn't just mean that he ate, it means he ate in a dignified manner. He didn't eat it in the field, plucking a grape off the vine, but rather he took it home, he brought it back to his house, and he ate it like a mensch. Says the Gemara as we turn over. Two, I pay Amir Alf, excuse me. Says the Gemara, Amir Rav, Amri Bei Rav. They said in the, in the Yeshiva of Rav, Afilu Shigra de Tamri. Even a Shigra de Tamri, even a cake of press dates. And of course, from the fact that it says Afilu even, it seems like we're adding on a Chiddush. So Bayi Rabivi asks, Rabivi, Chutzah de Tamri Mai. What is the halacha if he ate a cake of squeezed out dates, says the Gemara Teku. Just to point out, I said that the Afilu seems like it's a kasha. 
Rashi, three lines on the top, points out what exactly is the extra chiddush of the afilu afilu. Excuse me, afilu shigra de tamri. Rashi deals with what is the chiddush. But let's continue into the Gemara. A bit of a lengthy daf today, so let's continue. Says the Gemara, loy achla One of the dinim in the Mishnah was that the husband has to eat it in a dignified manner. So asks the Gemara, what if he didn't? What is the din now? Amar Ula explains the Gemara, there are two Amarayim that debate this point. The question simply is, if he did not eat in a dignified manner, how much does he have to eat? If he eats in a dignified manner, if he eats like a mensch at his table, we just learned that there is no shear, even the smallest bit. But now the question is, if he did not eat in a dignified manner, then how much is it? Explains the Gemara, we have a machlaikas. We have a machlaikas, whether it's keiser or kediner. Amri Dayanit from Bedisa, Avid Ravuda, the Dayanim, the judges of Bamdisa, said that Ravuda had a story about Chavili Zemairais. And the story was with regard to a bundle of Zemairais, a bundle of grapevines. And Ravuda learned that this was enough, that this usage was enough. Ravuda Latame explains the Gemara, Ravuda Achla, Arla Shvizuklaima, Reza Chazaka. Ravuda is of the opinion that says that if someone consumes the grapes of Arla Shvizuklaima, or Kalayim. By why? Obviously, green vines are not something that a p- human beings eat. But we're discussing here that he gives it to his animal. And that's obviously the Chiddush to learn that mere feeding to the animal is considered usage. So says the Gemara. So just like if you hold it's going to be a good Chazaka. Similarly, in our case, if you deserve the opinion that that's called getting benefit from the field. Someone spends money on the property of his wife, Kitano, of a woman who's a minor, meaning he married a girl that was underage, the girl's father, brother, mother, someone married her off, and then she had a field. So of course, like all fields go to the husband, and the husband spends money keeping up that field. Says Rabbi Chista, Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Chista, it's as if he spent the money on the property of another person. Meaning, it's not like he spent the money on the property of his wife. Meaning, that in the event of divorce, or better yet, if the girl who's a katana walks out of the marriage, the husband, yes, receives compensation. Even though we learned to the Mishnah and Aleph that any time the husband gets any form of benefit, then he does not receive compensation of, for that which he did. But says the Gemara today, Says today, it's all today. Says Rabbi Yaakov Amirav Chista, if the girl was a katana, then the husband would, yes, indeed, receive compensation. My time, says the Gemara, why is this case of katana any different? Explains the Gemara. They made a special takana. Why do they make a special takana? Because we don't want him to lose out. Because if he feels that he's, it's not the heat on his own, we don't want her, she to lose. Because if the husband feels that, wait, we know that Allah is Allah Miyun, that a woman, if she's married as a katana, she's allowed to walk out of the marriage anytime. So the husband's going to be nervous. Wait, this woman might walk out of the marriage and he's not going to go and expend the right amount of cash on his wife's field. 
So to prevent the husband for not treating the wife's shields properly, therefore we said he's always going to receive compensation for anything that he puts into the field. Says the Gemara further, we're ten lines down, the first one line is Ahi, the two dots. Ahi, the two dots. Ahi, the two dots. And what happened? A guy came along, not any guy, your husband, and spent 600 zos. And he spent the 600 zos to bring home all of these items, meaning the transport cost was more than the items themselves. As he was going, as he was going, as he's traveling back with his 400 Zos bundle in which he spent 600 Zos to transport, he needed one extra Zos. So he dug into this pack of that he was transporting and he took one Zos from it. When he came back, even though they got divorced, says Ravami, game over. You do not get reimbursed. Why not? Seemingly because he got some benefit, like we learned in the mission of the husband, gets any form of benefit, he doesn't get reimbursed. Over here, he got one zuz worth. That's only if the husband gets a benefit from the produce, from that which the field produces. Over here, when the husband ate from the field, from the produce he's bringing back, was an actual principle. It's considered expensive. Therefore, it's a case of which he spent a lot of money, he did not get any benefit. He swears on that which he spent, and he gets reimbursed for everything. In such a scenario, if the husband does not get any benefit, the husband swears on that which he spent, and he takes reimbursement. Says Ravasi, a very important din. Not in every case is that which we said going to happen. Says Ravasi, it's only going to be if there is some level of benefit to that which he did. If there is no benefit, then not. Only if there is some improvements to the field. Meaning, if someone puts in a thousand bucks to the field, and then... The field doesn't improve at all. He, he's a terrible gardener. He, blow, he blows a thousand bucks. He doesn't get to come back and ask for that money. Actually, what I just said is a bit premature. I just wanted to bring out what the Gemara is talking about. The Gemara is going to ask, what exactly does this statement mean? So, first the Bible explains, the following Allah is what Ravasi meant. That if the benefit, the profits are more than the expenses, then... If the prophet is more, then he's allowed to take the Haitzah even without a Shvua. And of course, we're talking about a case over here. If he did not get any benefit from the field, the Mishnah said he has to swear on that which he spent and then take the cash. So now Abayo is explaining what Ravasi meant that if the improvements of the field are greater than the expenses, he could take compensation without actually making a Shvua. Amrle Rabba Baraba asks, one second you should be wary, one could come to trick, because if he knows at any time the expenses are a drop less than the benefit of the field, he's always in a claim up to that amount so that he gets to get back without any issue. 
Elamarava says Rava. Shema Isa Isa Yisraela Shavach. Ein loy elo hoitza shir shavach u bishvu. It says Rava. No, what Ravasi meant was the opposite. That if the hoitza was equal to the benefit, if incorrect. One more time. If the hoitza, if the expenses were more than the benefit, like he started over and explaining. A guy puts a thousand bucks into the field and the field only profits five hundred dollars. Then the only time he's able to get anything is as if he made a shvua. Such a scenario, we're not gonna let him collect anything without a shvua. So Yibayalo continues the Gemara over about fifteen lines at the bottom. The first one line is Baal. Baal Sha'ira what is the Allah? If the husband hired sharecroppers. The husband himself didn't go into the field and work the field. The husband hired other people to work on his behalf. And then the same story ensued, that there is a divorce. But now instead of the husband asking for the, instead of the husband, excuse me, asking for his expenses, it's the sharecroppers asking. Says the Gemara, Adayte Debal Malchis, Istalik Leibal, Istalikilu. It are the sharecroppers working on behalf of the husband. And therefore, just like the husband does not get paid because he has some level of benefit, so too, unfortunately, the sharecroppers get the same. I don't know. They're working for the field. And the fields are still around. The fields gain. The fields benefit. And they're still, still fit for the sharecroppers. So the question is, do the sharecroppers receive compensation or not? Says the Gemara, Maskif, lo Rava. Interesting, Maskif, usually Maskif is a question. Now here's a question on the question. Because Rava is asking, on what is the Ahava Amina? What is the first Tzad? Masla Rava Rabchanan. Ma'i Shina asks Rava from Rabchanan, Ayoyed, Le'etayich Sadech Haveri. If someone, excuse me, we're having highlighting issues over here. If someone, okay, maybe we just, Turn it off. If someone, there it is, if someone goes down into the friend of his field, and he plans without the owner's permission, we evaluate, and he has the lower hand. So asks, why is our case any different? Just like in that case, you get something. So to over here, the shear grabbers should always get something. Says the Gemara, no, Raya. Over there, there is no person else in the field. Whereas over here, there is someone else that would work. Meaning, even if the sharecroppers would not have worked in the field, the husband would have, and therefore they're not necessarily the same as the husband. So says the Gemara, what was the Yeshua, Six lines in the bottom. Chazinan. Says, if you the name of Yeshua, we see Ibal Arisu is If the Baal is an Aris, so now we have an interesting dip. If the Baal himself was an Aris, then the Alocha is the Aris, the sharecropper, has the same status of the Baal. Ibal Arisu, then no, then the sharecropper does not have the same status of the Baal, and then the sharecropper would indeed get compensation. That's the end of question number one. Three lines on the bottom says the Gemari Bayalu Balshamach Kargul Peiray's Mao. A similar question. What is the story if the husband sold the land for for its produce? 
Meaning, what does the husband get in this field of the Nechsein Bolog like we've been discussing the last two days? The husband gets right to the Paris. So asks the Gemara, what if the husband sold those rights to someone else? Do we say, whatever he has acquired, he may sell, and therefore the sale is a good sale. You can sell anything. So he's not selling the actual land. He's not selling the actual produce on the right. So the produce like he himself had. Or maybe no. Or maybe the whole Tarkana of Chazal is that the husband would get prayers. Why? But maybe they never allowed him to sell the rights to that produce. Says the Gemara. Says what he did, he did. The sale is valid. He argues and he says he did nothing. The first opinion that said that the husband indeed sold the rights to the Beirais. Comments. He never said this rule explicitly. He inferred it. There was a woman that brought into her marriage two maid servants. Azal Gavra husband went and he married another woman. And what did the husband do? The husband went and took one of the maid servants and gave it to the second wife. So so the first wife comes to Rav and she starts screaming. What's going on? I married this man and he takes my maidservant and gives it to the other wife. Rav didn't listen to her. So man, the one who saw thought the reason why Rav didn't listen to her is because Rav held the husband has the rights. The husband has the rights to utilize these mates. So too he has the rights to sell the rights to utilize these mates to give it away to the other wife. But says the Gemara, and this is Rabbah commenting how he only heard it, did not hear it explicitly. No, the reason is, is because in that case, the husband's going to profit. Since the husband indeed profits, therefore, even if he gave this, the Shivcha to the second wife, she's still working in the household, and therefore it was allowed. Meaning it's a different case over here. Because the whole purpose of a Shivcha is to work for the husband. He's going to work for her even with being with the second wife. Well, Chasa says the Gemara about Shavachai Karka Lepeirais Layasa Veloiklam. Comments the Gemara we paskin the husband cannot sell the rights of the Peirais. My time up. I Amar Mishol Chashin Shemetachsef says Abaya. You know what the reason is? We're worried that maybe he, the other person is not going to be as invested into the field. The other person is going to let the field deteriorate. The part of the beauty in allowing the husband to take control of the wife's field is that the husband needs a husband and wife, so he's going to control the field. Rava Misham Ravcha Beisa says Rava a similar reason. We're about to ask what the difference is. Says Rava the reason is so the household is going to profit. My Beinayu Ikebeinayu Ara the Mekar of the Masa Inami Balarasu Inami Zuziv Kaved Buiska. Says the Gemara, three practical differences between these two opinions of Abaya and Rava. Difference number one is where this land is close to the city. Therefore, Abaya is concerned the land is going to deteriorate, is not found because it's close to the city. 
the husband is a sharecropper. In such a scenario, the husband himself is one working the field. And therefore, again, a bias concern of letting the field deteriorate will not apply. And number three, the case takes the money and does business with it. And this case, Rabba's reason does not apply because the household itself is not going to profit. And we continue today's share with the Mishnah. And actually, we're going to end today's share with this Mishnah as this Mishnah is going to take us to the end of this year. Says the Mishnah. Shaymeres Yava. And hopefully, this Mishnah is slightly familiar as this Mishnah existed in the Gemara in Yavamas. The basic idea that we have to remind ourselves of the Alacha is that any time a woman's husband dies without children, she is a potential Yibam candidate for her ex-husband's brother. And the question is, what is her status in that interim time period when she's waiting for Yibam? And what happens if lands falter at that time? So Shemeres, Yavim Shalvin Chasim, as we've been learning until now, the halachas of the land's falling after Eresim, before Nisun, etc. So now what happens if land falls, if she gets an inheritance in this interim time period of being a Shemeres Yavim? So Moedim Beishamim Beisil says the Mishnah, Beishamim Beisil, a Grisham, a Cherzim, a Senes she's able to sell the field, give it away without any problem. Mesa, what happens if she dies while awaiting Yibun? What's the status of her Ksuba with the properties that she brought into the marriage? Says the Gemara, Says Beishamai, the two Yarshim split it. The husband and the father's inheritors split the woman's estate. Says Beishel, it's different. Her properties that she brought in, they stay in their chazaka. The ksuba goes to the husband inheritors. So now the mission continues with another case. What is the story of the brother left over cash? Land, as we've been saying until now. And then the husband, or in this case, the yavam, Eats the produce of that field. If it's attached, worth of produce How much is the land worth? Out, out the produce. With the excess, you buy land. And the oven eats the fruit. It says, Zacha Kadmahi Yilachem Kargabochal Peirois Kansa If they get married Arikish Lachal Daver Any time Yavam does Yibam What happens? They're full fledged married Belvad There's one caveat Should take Suba Son Lichsley By the Risha And the Suba Of the Yavam Is paid By the estate Of his brother The first husband Husband should not tell his wife, your ksuba is sitting on the table for you. All the husband's properties are achroi, are guarantees for the ksuba. Person should not say your ksuba is on the table. First case was by Yibam. This is the second case by regular marriage. One gets divorced. She gets the ksuba. If they get remarried. In the case of Gersh, talking about the second wife, in the Alexuba, if they get remarried, pick it up from the Gemara in the next year.